Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo, and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Greetings. And um, so first of all, our apologies for the delayed podcast, but, you know, we actually my planned apologies. like four times, and I thought like at the beginning of the week, I was like, oh, it's everything's planned this week. It's going to be perfect. And then... It's going to be great. You know, shit, shit happened as it it does tend to happen like murphy's law but uh but we were talking and um about because you wanted to talk about this um self-awareness right yeah. so i guess i'll let you yeah it's the go into it so yeah i'll get into it so this week's blog post that i'm writing is going to be about self-awareness it's already done and i i started writing it because i read this this blog post from mark manson which is also about self-awareness so it's it's kind of heavily based on that post and he it was like, um, I think it's a, a, um, a side of the equation that sometimes we, we forget about. And I think it's, when we're, when it, obviously when we're talking about like self-development and, and self-help, because it's like you can only, it's like that quote, what gets man- measured gets managed. It's the same thing with your life. Like You can only fix an issue if you're aware that it exists. Yeah. And with many things, with most people when we're feeling like our life's kind of stuck in, in like a plateau or you, you just can't move on it, it's most likely because you're doing something that it's bad for you obviously but you also aren't aware of it of what it is and what's causing you to be stuck in that mental like mental blockade or maybe you know it but you don't kind of acknowledge it consciously and i think that's where being self-aware com- comes into the the equation actually being aware of the actions you do, the the routines you have every day in your life, what you are spending most of your time doing. Once you start asking those, asking and answering those questions, is where you can actually start understanding what's wrong with you, what's wrong with the life you're living, what's the things you kind of want to reduce, the things you want to increase in order to get to the point where you want to get to. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess I'll give a personal example, which is very not what you'd expect, I guess. So recently I, I started skateboarding again and um, I noticed that like before, also I was much younger, so you know, it's normal that it is this way, but it would take so long to learn something new because it was just me trying over and over again, not really analyzing what I was doing. I was just like, oh, I want to put my skateboard on top of that, just to simplify, I'm not going to use skateboard terms, do a gnarly varial flip into a crooked <laughs> That's it, boy. No, but like whatever it was I was trying to do, it was always just, uh, it, it always is a bit just like trying, failing and getting better. But I was forgetting the part of like analyzing and correcting. I was just doing it over and over. And eventually like somehow things would get there, but it would take so long. And now I noticed that I got back into it and it's just so much easier because mm-hmm. now I, I'm I'm going to remind like, oh, was it my feet position or was it the way i flicked my feet or was it my shoulders or and when you like you were saying because i can measure it better i can manage it better yeah, and it's exactly. and it's like i i think it's a good example because it's for me it's one of those things that before i always thought like oh my god why is this so hard it's <laughs> why do i need so long to learn this and it's just that because now i, I like the last friday or something I was trying to learn a trick that I had been trying to do before for so long. I don't even... Months. And I never got it. And then now I got it. Just because I was like, oh, maybe if I shift my weight a bit more this. Yeah. I was like, oh, it worked. That's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's being smarter about the way you you. It's it's kind of it's it's funny because it makes things easier, but it's harder in the moment. So like when you're and that's why I think when you were a child it was more difficult because I think when we're children are more like mentally lazy. It's not like we we don't want to analyze things from a logical standpoint or we don't even have that capacity fully developed yet so the only thing you can really do like in your scenario was keep doing it and hope that luck eventually yeah. made it happen uh, but now like that's where self-awareness coming in you can actually you can just speed up the process it's the same thing with people in, in adult lives like you can recognize that you have a smoking addiction or you can eventually get cancer and be forced to recognize that you have that addiction you know life will show it to you and it will be evident at some point. The thing is, you probably, with most things, want to get ahead of life in that sense. Because with, like, if you have an addiction to some, the beginning of an addiction, that's the, the ideal phase to cut it out. It's not like when you're fully, uh, when your addiction is fully developed, that's when it's hardest for you to do something about it. So self-awareness, can, it's going to be harder in the, the, like, in the short term because you have to face yep. some problems that maybe are uncomfortable and questions you don't want to ask but it will make the long run much easier because you'll actually have a plan to address your your problems and you won't just be running on, on blind luck you won't, you won't be expecting life to fix things for you it's the difference between waiting and actually you going out and doing something to change it and and that's why i think it's so underrated you know people just kind of want to have that idea that you can, you can just do it by brute force you know you just you have you be strong enough and resilient enough and you'll eventually get yeah, you there. hustle but your way to it some, but... yeah there's value to that you know we all need a certain degree of that but to a certain point it's like why would you want to make things more difficult for you you know if you're trying to improve yourself as humans you always choose the easy path so just create that easy path for you this is something we we talked about when we analyzed the book atomic habits like the way you create an habit is to make it as easier as possible for that habit to be integrated in your life or, or, or the opposite side if you want to uh, stop a certain habit you just make it as difficult as possible for you to do it in your daily life let's say you want to quick quit watching tv like and the classic example would be just take tvs out of your house you know that way it's much more complicated for you to actually watch tv yeah That's i think a, here the like thing is like you were saying is that that initial coming to terms with it or like, first of all, with the situation that you're bad at or that you want to improve, it's just so hard for most people. They avoid that. So like this, the guy who smokes himself to death or the person who, who, you know, gets diabetes or is super fat, it's like that. But then also, I feel like once you recognize that you do have a problem and you need to improve, it is, I do believe from, I don't know most people, but I would say for me that it, it's, it is harder to do that like oh i'm just gonna take it slow and uh you know in one or two years i'll be good it is harder to do that than to just go like no i'm gonna go super hard for like three months every day going to the gym every day just hustling and then i'll get there and um i think it's just to be honest i think for the mo if for people who have that kind of attitude towards it myself included it is kind of required to go through the the real life experience of realizing that oh it, it does not work like that fast you know it like to get to the point of self um what's the fucking self um gosh the, the whole Mastery. no the whole topic of this self awareness self-awareness self -awareness. 
to get to that, you need to go through a period of wishing that, at least for me, that it, things would have been easier. Or you could just for, like brute force your way through it. And then once you kind of yeah. fail at that and you realize like, oh, okay, I guess this doesn't really work. At least for me, yeah. because if I don't do it that way, then I, I'm, I always have the feeling like, but what if I just had done that that way? <laughs> Which may yeah. not be the healthiest thing, but it eventually gets there. And I know that yeah. it it really depends on the type of person, like who, who if you're listening, who that you are, because for a lot of a lot of people as well, it's much easier to take that slow approach. More balanced people who don't have that mm-hmm. maybe that obsessive obsessive um, tendency t- towards things. Yeah, and yeah, I, th- I guess I think... it just it depends on the person. Uh-huh. Yeah, it depends on the person definitely. In in some people, you know, don't won't even have that. Like some people are don't have, especially like, uh, please don't get hate for this. But like, let's say, give the distinction between women, women and men. You know, women usually, I think they're more adept of this kind of take it, this approach of taking it uh, slowly and inc- gradually instead of just like going all out trying to change something instantaneously. I think it's more of like a, a man, maybe kind of a, an ego thing. Also, just you don't wanna, you don't wanna admit to yourself that you you. You can't do this thing as fast as possible. Yeah. That you that you don't want to admit to yourself that you need to take these yeah. required steps to get to it. And yeah, it's kind of like I think bo- we both faced that problem. And really, the only thing that made us realize that was experience. You know, you have to realize that's not how things are done. You know, we tried yep. it the hard way. It didn't work, or maybe it didn't work as well. And now, like, I mean, I still have it sometimes, obviously, but I just I can I'm for- perfectly aware that the the right way to do it is to take it slowly and gradually o- opposite to what i thought before which is going all out and trying to change everything at once but yeah it's something i think you need to realize for yourself or depending on your personality obviously but i don't know i guess i'm just kind of like if you're in the same situation as us this is one of yeah. those moments i'd ask you to trust because there's also always this the, because the the big reason why I feel like you do things that, or that you, oh, I need this right now. And maybe switching a bit topics here is, and I was also writing an article about this maybe in two weeks or something, it will come out, which is that you're, you know, you read all this advice that like, oh, you can't depend on these things to fulfill you, or you should just look for fulfillment in yourself or in, in the task itself, stuff like that. But I do feel like that it's very hard to maintain that all the time, you know? Because, <laughs> because then, like, I think everyone can be can feel like, what if I tell you like, oh, how you feel right now is how you're, is the ultimate way you should feel in life. You are complete right now. It's very hard to, to be- emotionally believe that to just be like, oh yeah, I recognize that, so I'm gonna, you know, just be grateful now. Because at least for me, you always, conscious, consciously or unconsciously, you always think that you know it's gonna be better if you do these things and so you want to get there faster because otherwise you wouldn't be doing any of this like why would i go to the gym if i don't think my life is gonna improve because of that yeah i think it's like with everything you can't just like give blanket statements uh, to people and expect them to be like to accept it fully like if you say to people your life you should never depend on outside circumstances to dictate your behavior but that's false you know you need a certain like you need expectations to run normally in life, you know, if you don't, like, let's let's say you wake up in the morning, why do you take a shower? Because you expect to smell better, like, 
you can't just like take a shower because of the process of taking a shower yeah. you know it, you need these kind of it's not like it's not and it's not even being futile you know it's just being a real a realistic person you, you as a human being you you don't act on this metaphysical plane <laughs> yeah. of, of perf- perfection you, you're a creature you're an animal just like anything any other creature in, in this world you're just a bit smarter you know and so realize that yes there's value in the process in itself but also that the goal is important you know if if there isn't and a goal there is no no process yeah and i feel like as humans that that for us is it's probably the hardest thing because i also don't think it is possible to always be in that state i I think you'll always switch between things and like maybe tomorrow you find something you're really passionate about and you think like uh let's say guitar oh my god when i when i can play stairway to heaven perfectly then then i'll be complete my quest for this and it's But I also do believe that with experience, it's easier to recognize that even if you do want to play Stairway to Heaven perfectly, and that feels like a very important thing right now, you can also recognize that because you've gone through it so many times, you know that, oh, once I get it, there will be something else ahead. So I I think a lot of these things also come down to experience, and which is kind of hard. It's, It's not the best thing or not what I would want to hear if I this internal conflict right now which is let's say you oh how, how do i get become happy with my life and stop putting all my happiness in future events to a certain extent i just i just think it's you have to go go through it enough times to to emotionally believe that because it's it's very different to like rationally or consciously you know realize something you can also say like oh i should not spend as much money shopping as i do but then you're but then why are you spending it because there's an emotional trigger that you know make quote unquote makes you buy the the things so it's a lot of it is just experience i would say it's just you going through that and re- <laughs> with enough times your emotional emotions realizing like oh wait i feel the same way but also like having the yeah. conscience of saying that to yourself and you know studying a bit towards that so that's like exactly like you said. That's the advice. I think. I think that's the right. Like, I think that's the only advice you can give as a blanket statement to someone. But it's also the advice that no one wants to hear. You know, because <laughs> yeah, they have no control over. Because it's not really advice. So, just I'll just keep yeah. doing it. So what I think is interesting in this case is how inside of that uh, experience, how can you like maximize the value of it? So like to give concrete, because like people in this scenario, like okay, they know that. They or maybe they don't know, but we're, what we're trying to tell them is that you have to go through it to realize it. So, but you have to go through it a certain number of times until you learn it. So, the, I think the the main priority here should be to how do you maximize it in a way that you don't have to go through it as many times as we did or or as you might have done. And I think kind of like leading back to self awareness, that's that's where I think we connect the points. You know, if you if you if after every failed experience you you have the mental resilience to look at it objectively and realize what's failed, I think that accelerates the process much more for you to connect the dots eventually that whatever the dots need to be connected in, yeah. in your life. And I think that's like giving going back going to concrete examples, that's like the thing I think everyone knows by now. It's like the meditation, journaling, it's yeah. asking some like asking yourself questions. There's like a really good there's really good questions like already made for this by 
Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss also has some good questions. I, I don't know them all at the top of my mind, but that's some good resources if you want to check them out. And yeah, I think that's the most you can do. You know, you just like inside of that experiences that you fail is just maximizing that that growth opportunity. That's what failure is. You know, yeah, it's not because, wasting those opportunities. Because a lot of it is also because there's always do th two things. It's um, because before even that, you kind of it's like figuring out in what area of expertise do you want to, you know, search for that mastery. And because to have something, you're like, oh, that will complete me. Usually, it's within some field that requires improvement. Or no, usually it must be. Otherwise, you know, when uh, no, it's not true because sometimes, like, you can buy, you know, like, oh, when I buy my, my Lamborghini, then life will make sense. But, but if we're talking about things, you actually you control more directly in, in the sense of, that's something you achieve, by putting the effort towards that. Mm -hmm. Not that a Lamborghini is not like that, but you know. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. I think it's all. It's like you said first. It, it always goes back to you trying to improve. You know, it's just different yeah. ways to measure it. The Lamborghini, yeah, like, yeah, by exactly. itself doesn't mean anything. It's it's the representation that you worked for that thing. Yeah, and a lot of it also is. I, I'd say like the first step is just kind of figuring out where you want to improve, or where where do you want to become a master, or what do you want to like that area of expertise you want to work towards and for that it's the same advice which is you it's because no one can tell you like oh do these five steps and you know your passion like no one yeah. can tell it because if somebody could then then you, would, you most likely would have heard <laughs> of it and everyone would know their passion and how to get there so a lot of it is just trying shit doing shit and i read a good uh, fuck, i don't know when or where or by whom this was written but I said it in when searching we must be more like like children like when a child for example let's see a child sees a football for the first time and they and they see kids playing do you think they go in their mind like oh i would like to try that but hmm, how long will it take for me to get good at that what are the future expectations of uh, return on investment that i'm going to put in this <laughs> hmm. no it does not do that it just goes like oh ball they're playing let me try let's see where i where I can not even where I can it's just like let me try and a, yeah, a lot like, of, a lot of time for us adults were like you, you look like oh that yoga video that was cool and instead of being like oh let me try this once and we'll see you're like mm, let me try but before let me write or let me read an article about this oh I need this gear okay I'm gonna buy it and then I'll go there oh and da -da 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 -da. and we just prolong things so much and then by the time that you're doing it you just created so many like unrealistic yeah, expectations yeah. and it's ruined for you so a lot of it is just it's just going with the flow it's because i think we also fall in this in this error a lot of times which is i think we we believe that we have more control than we actually have because you always have control of over your actions and of where you want to go but a lot of where you're going to go it's where it's like it's this and this is not <laughs> how the accurate accurate at all but it's it's more calling you than than it's you choosing like oh i'm going to be a musician i'm going to do it it's to a certain extent you don't control it that much you just the search for it is just that it's just you kind of allowing it to find you yeah and yeah that's the best way i think to put it it's just you like clearing the way for it to to come to you you know if, if you have everything in order then eventually when it comes to you 
you'll you'll be ready to to do it whatever that is in your life you know yeah but and that's why that's where the control is i guess you you can't you can't rush things you can't like just make things appear in front of you you can only just try to widen your lenses to to a point where it's it's more likely to to appear in in front of you i guess but yeah and also like in in all of that you know it's also like don't obsess over it don't obsess over your purpose over what you're doing here in life like those are good questions to ask yourself but if you obsess over them like don't you don't want to be the person that's like obsessed like in their room writing trying to find out what their purpose is instead of actually doing doing things in the real world that's how you find your purpose yeah, exactly. that's where you <laughs> actually like that's where you're, you're an happy individual like if you don't know your purpose I mean, first of all, there's better ways of phrasing it. Like the the best I've run into is from the book *Man's Search for Meaning* by Viktor Frankl, which yeah. he puts it in a way of it. It is not you who should ask what your purpose is. It you should ask life what it is, what it what it's what it needs from you at this moment. So, what does life need you to do right now? That's that's good because that takes the the ego out of the equation. You know that's that puts it in a, from an outside perspective. What can you do for the world? Not what well, not what the world can do for you. And that's like most likely if you're in doubt, you know, I think most people's pur- purpose, and not, not most people, everyone, everyone's purpose will always, uh, will always encompass and in- include other human beings in making them better in some of way. Of course. W- w- like that's, that's what we're here for, I guess, at the end of the day. That's like the, if you have to give a general recommendation of what your purpose is, it, it will always touch upon that that subject in one way or another yeah and because so start doing things to help other people and you probably get closer yeah, and i want to touch something you said earlier which is it's you must be you can be sitting in a room waiting for it because a lot of the problems well is just putting so many expectation in like oh i must find it what is it what it's like that's this obsession with it when a lot of not a lot like probably everyone who found their passion was through doing and just like going with the flow to a certain extent it's like you because i think i was hearing ryan holiday talk about this in because he released his new book stillness is the key which we still have not read we should but um he was talking about it like when so when you're doing creative work and you feel this resistance to it a big problem is just you like fighting against it instead of going with the flow like instead of just like okay let me do something else right now and then find a way towards there and not just like resist and try to swim upstream. A lot of it as well is just, I think it relates to finding your passion. It's just go with the flow more. Swim in the direction that the that, that this flow, quote unquote, is sending you towards. And then and then it's <laughs> because it's always one of those things that it I, I believe that it can you can only find it when you're not looking for it, which is kind of paradoxical. It's it's when you give up the need to find it that you that you get it kind of thing mm-hmm. that's yeah that's that's what i would say that's the, the like the first time i i, I thought about that what was with the book by mark manson was sub, the subtle art of not giving a fuck and he says exactly that it's like it's when you stop giving a fuck about all those it's like when you you not in giving a fuck is in the sense of not like not caring about your purpose not caring about improving it's not that it's just like not being dependent on it you know your your happiness and your sense of be well-being doesn't depend on you finding your purpose, on you getting a, a, a like, a, on you getting this one specific thing, making this amount of money, getting that girl, you know, it doesn't depend on that. Those things are a bonus, you know. They improve your quality of life, mm-hmm. 
but you are not dependent on that. And that's only when you're not dependent on those things is where you not not like not necessarily can get them. You can also get them if you're dependent on them, but it's when you take the most like it's when you really derive the benefits from them, you know? It's when you're not dependent on, on those things to make yeah, it and happen. And it's, and the, like, the big problem with all of this is that it, it requires great periods of emotion, at least emotional discomfort, and at the maximum, a great lot of pain. Um, but yeah. it's... I do... This is one of those things that I also feel like it's bad that we don't talk about, which is it is normal, and it is expected, and... It, you just sometimes you just have to give th- you just have to give things time which is it's just not the best advice or not the advice i would want to listen when i had this problem or if i had this problem but it's just now going through it i do feel like it's it, it, well it, it is what it is at least for me it is which was when i kind of forgot that i that was like oh what's my purpose was when i found it or when i found something i was very passionate about it was never when i was like yeah. Hmm, let me find something to be passionate about here. Reddit, how can I find my passion? It's not, it was never <laughs> like that. And because to a certain extent, and a big problem nowadays, which is kind of like first world, first world problems, of course, which is you have access to pretty much all the information you want about everything, which is a great benefit on one hand, but also great disadvantage on the other, because you can literally lose, you can spend your, the rest of your life just searching for content on what you want to do. And learning more about it and yep. prepare like I don't know which book talks about it, but it's there's a difference between preparing yourself to do it and actually doing the thing. When you're preparing mm-hmm. and just reading about, you know, what are the best running shoes? What is the best gear? Hmm, what is the best pavement to run on? You're not actually running. You know, it's but it feels yeah. like when we're doing these things, it feels like we're progressing towards the goal. When in reality it's mm-hmm. it's like minimal gains. As if you just like yeah. went outside and ran in your fucking beat up sneakers, it would be much better. And then go from there. Yeah. The first book I actually uh, heard that idea first talked about was Ego is the Enemy. But in all of yeah. the other chapter where like he says, don't talk. And he means this by like, don't talk about the things you are going to do. Just do them. Because when you're, you talk, you, you give yourself a sense that you're already yep. doing it. And then it, it makes it easier for yourself to say, okay, I've already started doing this so i'll just do it tomorrow or, sure. or whatever and if you if you just do it instantly there you've already have a, a small win a small win you know but if you start talking about it you just you get you, you still get that sense of accomplishment you know you tell people ah oh, yeah i'm going to the gym now i've bought all my sneakers whatever you get yeah. that sense of accomplishment but you don't actually do anything for it so it's it's a double negative in the sense that it it, it fucks you up because it it makes it easier for you to give up and it's also building up your ego for a, a yeah, and, bigger crowd. And I noticed for myself, like everything that I that I wanted to do and I didn't start immediately, I was like, oh, I, I need to buy this first and this thing, da da da. I, I never liked the thing I was doing. Because when you when you like it, you'll do it regardless as well. Like if you really like to play soccer, yeah. you'll play like without shoes with a fucking rag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with exactly. a ball made of rubber it's band, not, you know? It's like, you don't, I remember when I, I was trying to learn how to do like music like beats on the computer and i was like yeah i'll start but i need to buy this digital keyboard to connect to the computer to do it the reality was i didn't need it i just i could do it with the keyboard keys but it was not as romantic or as you know oh, it was not it didn't have that appeal 
that I saw everyone doing it. So when I bought the other thing, I was like, oh, this is not really, no. <laughs> but, and that's why I said like, it, it's just kind of maybe to close this loop to a lot of the times, just like start doing it. And whatever it is, you can always find like, uh, there's this concept in entrepreneurship, which is my minimum viable product, which is when you're launching something, you shouldn't be the perfect thing. It shouldn't be all polished. Just launch the, the minimum viable th version of that thing and then improve from there. Same, same I feel like applies with starting something new. It's just, yeah, it's you know, idea. you want to play guitar, go to, to, I don't know, Craigslist or whatever you have in your country to buy used stuff. Buy the cheapest one there and go from there. But but start. Don't be like, oh, I'm gonna watch tutorials now. Oh, and then I'm gonna read about it. No, just do it. Do it, and then when you do it, then start reading about it. It's a much, it's a much better state of mind to come from. At least I do feel like, in my humble opinion. That's that's I think that's the biggest the biggest takeaway from all of this. Like if you're trying to find your purpose, not even your purpose, like trying to find a new hobby new something to do you know it's always like paralysis yeah. by analysis is a real thing and the more you think about that specific thing it's more most most likely it's going to be something that's going to make you uncomfortable because most things in life that are new have that accompanying them you know they're, they're always uncomfortable so the more you think about it the more it grows it's the same thing it's like the the three second rule that, that applies it's even a, a big TED talk like that's if you're trying to do something that scares you, you you, you count down three you, to yeah, one to do it because that, yeah, that should that shuts your brain off. It doesn't have time to think about it, and because thinking about it is what makes it scarier for you. So if you're thinking about that thing, you probably develop more and and more feelings of uncomfortable towards that. And instead, if you just like do it as soon as or as soon as possible when you get that i that idea that you want to do this thing, it makes it much more easier for you to start. And that's and starting yeah. is the biggest thing, you know, because once you actually start, that's the only way you're gonna find out if you actually like it, if you are willing to try it again. If you don't like it, and if you don't like something, guess what? That's yeah. one less. And thing also, one one the, thing you just said you're, you're uh, about like it's better to just go and then be like kind of like to to shut off the brain, not be scared. And I feel like uh, skateboarding. Yeah. Now that I've been doing it more, it teaches you a great lesson. And I I think we can kind of finish the podcast on this which is mm -hmm. in skateboarding, usually you get hurt the most when you don't commit 100%. So when you're going to go jump some stairs, usually you get yourself hurt the most when you kind of dip in the middle. You're like, ah, fuck it, when you kick the board. Because w when you commit 100%, like you decide like, okay, I'm going to jump the stairs. Then the, the time to like back off, it's not in the middle of the jump. Because when you do that, it's like, yeah. well, maybe the board falls bad and you kind of slip on it and you you break something. Because when you actually go with it, most of the time it's like, even if you fall, it's much more, uh, what's the word? It's much it's much softer, you know, because you just slip, but it's at the end and yeah. you catch more of the impact. And I do believe that this applies to a lot of things in life as well. Maybe not getting hurt physically for most things, but getting hurt emotionally and like gr regret i believe it comes from that when you're like mm, what if i just went 100 percent in that oh maybe i could have been so good at yeah. maybe i could have been a professional soccer player i could have been a musician or all of this yeah it's the psychological equivalence of landing on your nuts inside a, on a like a 
yeah. a, a rail, you know. <laughs> and, and but it, but it's, it's the and same there, thing. It, there it really teaches you that in a very painful way because but it is like yeah. I've noticed when I'm going for a rail or something and whenever I get hurt it's like when you kind of you your brain kind of gives up in the middle it's like ah fuck it and then you just like oh shit I slipped and I boom I broke my yeah. leg and it's the same thing when pursuing I believe our passions or our uh, create not creative but our our crafts because because then there's always going to be that lingering feeling or thought of what if what if i just put everything into it yeah yeah, yeah and that's the the psychological yeah, the, we call it like, a credit card lollipop <laughs> and skateboarding i guess you can you okay, you can you can uh, imagine why they call it that but <laughs> it's not pleasurable at all but yeah it's and i think we can finish on that so don't yeah, get lollipops. Don't emotionally. give yourself. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> but yeah, yeah so exactly, this was it. the Searching for Meaning podcast and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.